Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. This week, we're going to talk about Mercury and Aquarius, which happened on Saturday. Venus conjoining Neptune and Pisces on Wednesday, bringing some dreamy, lovey vibes. I'm excited about that transit. We have the Sun conjoining Saturn and Aquarius. And then we have Mercury sextiling Jupiter, the Sun and Pisces. And we'll talk a very little bit about um, the new moon in Pisces, but that one will be mostly on next week's episode because it's next Monday, but we will talk a little bit about it excited happy to be back i missed you guys last week by the time i got home and jumping back into life with kids and work everything i didn't get the chance to make this podcast episode um but i also last week and if you followed my social media talked a lot about just stopping right and being lazy in the transits of last week after the full moon um productive lazy i should say not just lazy but after we had the full moon last sunday as it was still kind of in the full moon, but getting ready to leave the sign on Sunday evening into Monday, it went opposite Saturn. And that really slowed us down and almost stopped us, left us feeling a little melancholy last week, a little tired, uh, not sure which way to go, maybe some anxiety. Again, for me, I just felt like I had a lot of work to be done. I prioritized some of the things that needed to, like the responsible things I needed to put first. And then the rest, I just rested. I was like, you know what? I One thing I've learned about my creative energy and creating and working with astrology, but um, not so much working with astrology, more the creations that I put out there with astrology, you know, social media and stuff like that. When I feel in my energy forced or like I'm forcing it, you know, like oh, I'm too busy, I can't do this. I realize it's not worth it because it doesn't come out correct. So I trusted the silence um, that my path brought me last week, and I hope you guys did too, and I didn't feel guilty about being tired or being kind of lazy because I know that is the process of being. And I think I do talk about this a lot on this podcast, but we're constantly in a state of moving and doing and on to the next one. I don't even think we've realized how far we've evolved into that and our energy, and we tie so much of our self-worth to being productive, to creating, to working, to moving, to building. And it's like on to the next thing. Half the time, we don't even know how to just sit and be in what we just created. You know, it's a short time. And then like, okay, well, what's next? What's next? I know I definitely have that, especially with all my Mercury, which is a very Mercury trait of you conquer something. And then instead of sitting in it, you're like, all right, well, what's next? I need the next thing to learn, see, know, understand. Um, so... This week is a little bit of a combined with that. It's going to be a little more positive feeling, not so lost, but lost in a way of you don't care. Last week was sort of like lost and you felt guilty for it or negative about it. This is kind of lost and you're cool with it for the most part. Like I said, we're we're having kind of a dreamy beginning of the week. And then there's this weird, serious undertone in the middle to the end of the week. And then it's like kind of soft and dreamy again. So um, we're going to talk about that. And again, you know, I'm in the Philadelphia area, so I got to say, go Eagles. They really tried um, to do their best. That's all they know how, which is wonderful. And the game played out exactly the way it was supposed to. But I was thinking to myself, that's why I never was good at doing sports. I did not do well with the pressure. Not only with my ADHD, I couldn't focus. I couldn't pay attention to what was happening. But if I had to, like, I played basketball. If I had to do a foul, you know, foul ball, and I quit all the other sports I tried, I hated it because I was like, everyone is watching me. 
Um, and I felt the pressure of others and I would instantly fail. I would always set myself up for failure because I couldn't handle the pressure. Like I didn't want them to get excited that I was good or believe in me because I didn't want to let them down because it was sports I always did. I hated that. But, you know, on to another and um, hopefully they'll have a good season next week. And yes, one more thing, guys. I was in Aruba and it was an amazing trip. It was a lot of fun. I never escaped during the winter and I'm going to try to do it every year now. One day I'll probably totally be a snowbird somewhere. I can so see that I love the warmth, the sunshine. The island is incredible. It's small. It's very safe. We didn't even see one police officer. Um, and everyone is very friendly. The locals are extremely happy to have you on the island, and that's why it's called One Happy Island. However, they could say One Windy Island because that shit was windy. It was windy, and it's windy all year round. Something It's off the coast of Venezuela, so something where it, the wind was some shit like that, and the fact it's a flat desert island. There's a couple peaks, but it was very windy. Like on the beach sometimes, like our, it was the windiest on the beach. The rest of the way, it felt like a nice breeze, but our stuff went flying, sands whipping, we were in chairs. And the one day, the last day was the windiest that we felt. And it was like our chairs were plastic chairs, even though they were back, you know, leaning on it. It was so windy, it would fly them up. It was it was crazy, but it was a great break. Um, but you know, this week we're having sunshine, so I'm hoping we'll all enjoy it. All right, let's get into astrology, enough about me. So on Saturday, Mercury went into Aquarius. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what that's like, but also add into this Friday's transit where it will sextile Jupiter and Aries. So when Mercury moves into Aquarius, we become a little more um, argumentative, quick to responses, quick to thinking outside the box, wanting to know a little bit of facts, maybe extra emotional, but it comes on fast. And we talk a little bit more. And again, we're, we're curious and we're a little bit more open to non-normal things in life. And on Friday, it will sextile Jupiter. So this is what I feel will really come up or be brought up this week, um, and especially with Mercury in Aquarius. We're going to have new innovative ideas that will come easily to us, especially at the end of the week. All of a sudden, we will know the right way to um, expand our purpose, our path, our career, our job. Maybe it's something you're working on at work and the idea finally will come to you and you're like, oh my God, why didn't I think about this earlier? This is what I need to do. Or if you're working on something creative and starting a business, all of a sudden it's like, wait, like more so like a new business idea may come to you. You're sitting there and you're writing and you're like, wow, this is a great business idea. Has anyone done this before? I need to do this. Or maybe I need to implement this into my brand, into my product. Um, you'll be able to solve a problem. At, it's like really big time problem solving energy with Jupiter and Aries. So Jupiter is, has a lot of belief in themselves right now and sort of that extra cockiness, confidence, like fake it till you make it that you need. Um, because you can create what you think. And problem solving, which is very Aquarius. Mercury in Aquarius is very problem solving. They sit, they think outside the box. My son Abram, he has four Aquarius placements. And I always tell him he thinks outside the box majorly. And that's what's going to lead him to success. And Mercury in Aquarius is very like that. Okay, I'm going to solve this problem. I don't want to. But you're going to look at it with new, fresh uh, innovative eyes. Aggressively weird. <laughs> I like to say that uh, because we forget that even though Aquarius is traditionally ruled by Saturn and there's so much in there, I also do see uh, the Uranus energy as well. And so aggressively weird. There's like the fun 
weird stuff that's happening, but then like the aggressive, it's happened, the very um, Uranus tra- of the Uranus energy is very sort of sudden, aggressive, in your face, <laughs> chaotic. So that's why, yeah, like aggressively weird. Maybe you end up at this sort of weird museum where, I don't know, all the models are nude or, you know, that would be fun. But, you know, and then all of a sudden it takes a weird turn where they're wearing like masquerades and and doing an eyes wide shut orgy or something like that. That's why I mean, like it's something aggressively weird, fun. Maybe it's a movie like Clockwork Orange or watching that. That sort of has a little bit of that aggressive, weird, um, ener- you know, description I'm trying to get across to you. A new understanding about why you had conflict with someone, especially, um, over the last couple months, but what brought on the conflict and how can you use it now to transform something within yourself? Creating a new plan out of conflict and blind faith, again, kind of like um, new innovative ideas or solving a problem. There's this new confident, cocky, blind faith uh understanding and thinking you're going to be using questioning and asking but being very direct questioning someone and saying well what do you actually mean by that what does that mean or I don't agree with you um and you're being direct about it and upfront and honest that's why again Aquarius energy is very good at getting through because in a way they're very direct and if we listen to them they're very uh black and white in a lot of ways as well um and more factual communication show me the facts i want to know the facts i'm not going to believe this until i see the facts and when questioning when arguing we're going to want to know the facts things like that so that's going to be happening on saturday friday saturday it's going to be happening but in general that's going to be the overall feel of mercury and aquarius as well now on wednesday we're going to talk about venus conjoining neptune and pisces i'm excited about this this is going to be really good this transit, you know, we have Pisces. We, Neptune is home in Pisces as well as Venus. As Venus is uh, not at home, but Venus is exalted. She's working at her highest good. The planet is the most supported when it's in its exalted, like beyond support. It sort of like gets that extra juice that it needs to get. Again, this is going to be a good start to lead up to the new moon that's happening on Monday in Pisces. A new beginning. We're ending the Zodiac, but with a new beautiful beginning. We're ending the Zodiac year with this. So... First of all, break through communication barriers with friends, family, and loved ones, but not in like a really deep where you finally meet and you have this really deep conversation, but more in like, wait, I forgot why I even cared. (laughs) Why did I even get a shit that we, why was I mad at you? Or why was I, you know, why were you mad at me? And that's very Pisces energy for better or for worse. Love y'all. You all are in my life. You're my opposite. So you torment me in the best ways. It's it's very like they just they want to live in denial. They want to forget about it. They're very they forgive very easily, very fast. Sometimes they might not always forget, but they forgive and they just let shit go. They have trouble with boundaries. They usually let people repeat the same bad patterns to them. So again, kind of like I forgot why I was even mad. We're coming back together. I don't give a shit what happened in the past anymore. We're just going to enjoy life and we're going to talk and I just don't even want to care about it anymore. This is going to be a really strong creative energy with this. When you have it in Neptune, Neptune brings that, it's a plan of illusions and delusions and also that dreamy, otherworldly, you know, little mermaid type of energy. So the creative energy is strong. We're really tapping into the unknown. We're tapping into the source of dreams. We're tapping into 
how we connect with other realms, that's the energy that this transit is really going to be tapping into. And so the creative juices will be f very strong, very flowing. I would suggest on, it happens Wednesday, but again, we're going to feel that starting probably really tonight. Um, get a book, you know, write down how you feel, write down your creative uh, ideas that come to you. Definitely want to meditate. You want to go for a walk. I am actually doing this um, energy healing um, workshop class. You know, if you remember, I got certified in Reiki level one back in 2020. And I haven't, you know, I've used a lot with myself and in terms of this podcast, and I was working with clients one-on-one -on -one with it, but with the hair and the astrology, I kind of took that out again, but I'm still going to use it and still use it in my daily life and will use it in my practice with clients. So I'm actually on Wednesday, I'm doing a three-part series workshop and Wednesday night when this is happening is the Zoom part and then we have an in-person and not. So kind of like that, I'm, I'm going to be working with three um, acupuncture Chinese medicine practitioners and they're not teaching me the actual art of acupuncture because that's much more <laughs> schooling and things like that, but more about the energy points and, and how to work, how they work with the energy. And so that is a very like Neptune and Pisces, Venus, Neptune and Pisces, right? Um, conjunct and Pisces is what I'm trying to say, kind of otherworldly medicines or otherworldly understandings of how to work with our soul and our spirit. <sighs> We're going to feel extra dreamy, extra mystical, very romantic. I think it's going to be a really dreamy, sexy Valentine's Day. I keep forgetting tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you. I love you all and you've been the best Valentine's ever. So feeling extra dreamy and mystical and romantic. I think a lot of like fun, sexual energy. I think this, for those of you who really like to celebrate it and um, enjoy it and go out there, I think it's going to be a really good energy for you guys. Pisces placements, this is going to be a very happy, comfortable place for you. You're going to be escaping in a good way. You're not going to be escaping from bad. You're going to be escaping through enjoyment and understanding. You know, often Pisces energy escapes, but in like a more lost soul kind of escape. And this is going to be a good for the soul escape. There's going to be a lot of synchronicities this weekend, weird connections, people showing up, people reaching out, um, just like beautiful mystical synchronicities, lost in a boundaryless connection. But again, with this transit, it's going to be a good one. Sometimes we can get lost and it's not a good one, but this one definitely will be and feeling good. Soul connections, again, lost in love, illusion, and it feels good. So let yourself go. Let yourself go. If you feel that connection, if you feel that energy want to take you away, like whether it's with love or lust or understanding, you're like, you know what? I feel like I'm walking around another realm these last 24 hours. Go with it. Go with it. It won't be forever. It's a, like it's a quick but beautiful transit and let yourself get lost. Sometimes we do need to let ourselves get lost in control, get lost in connection, and we don't need to control it. We need to let go of the control. So it will be easy for you to jump into the connection and let go of the control. Um, and again, feel very like Woodstock, you know, 69, not 99. <laughs> Wood, I feel like Saturn moving into Pisces is a little bit like Woodstock 99, but uh, it'd be like Saturn, Mars conjunction Pisces would be Woodstock 99. But this is Woodstock 69, um, unicorns, rainbows, everything feels good. That's going to be really the energy of this transit. And I'm excited. However, then the next day we kind of have a quick sober up. 
And then and then it goes back to dreamy, like I said. So then, then the next day, um, the sun can join Saturn in Aquarius, and that will be on Friday. Is that Friday? No, I'm sorry. It's Thursday. Wednesday is the Venus conjoins Neptune. Thursday is sun conjoins Saturn in Aquarius. So um, interesting. Abram is going to be performing the cello on Thursday, and it will be in his first house. So Saturn conjoins the sun in his first house and comes alive and that feels very a lot like sat like the cello feels very saturn saturn is saturn ruled instruments it feels like it would be very classical instruments and in his first house of self he'll be there performing and there's going to be good with the sun conjoined saturn when something conjoins it's a blend of en energies so you know the good and bad they both come together um through different ways and for him i'm just thinking as I, he's going to be there performing and doing his best in a very serious serious manner and he's worked really hard he's been doing cello since september and now he is going to be performing and showing off his hard work in this very saturnine way so that's going to be a good blend of energies and it's again it's really interesting to have this otherworldly transit happening around the same time we're having a very serious one this is why this one is a little bit more serious. Every year, the sun will conjoin Saturn as it moves through the 12 houses and through the 12 months. But we are at the end of Saturn in Aquarius right now. So we're getting near the end of that two and a half years Saturn has been in Aquarius. And there has been a lot of hard-learned lessons and a lot of growth. Saturn brings us... Uh, to the point of growth and obviously in a harder way, but then the benefits feel really, really good if we worked hard with that. So we're gonna see this week, it's gonna be a reward or a step up, you know? Again, we're coming to the end of Aquari Saturn and Aquarius and then on March 7th, it moves into Pisces. So all the self-work that we did or didn't do is really going to come to the peak starting this week and I think follow out that's going to lead the energy until Saturn moves into Pisces and it will show up with this transit and again set that tone until Saturn moves into Pisces so now we're going to be living with um, our karma we're going to be living with our understanding of how we got here for me Saturn and Aquarius has been happening in my sixth house in the sixth house it is Virgo's house and it is traditionally ruled as um the working house, the house of our sacrifices. It can be in traditional astrology. It's a hard house, sometimes a bad luck house. But again, it's it's with this, it's the energy that comes after hard work and when you don't give up, you just keep going and going and going. And it also is how we, um, it can be bad health, but also like bad health that we turn into good stuff and in ways that we get our energy together. And so for me, having in the sixth house, how it showed up for me is actually getting my shit together. I've become way more responsible i become way more organized you people that know me know me you wouldn't believe i mean compared to some of you it's not that organized compared to half you capricorns out there but it's like really good for me and in this last two and a half years i've evolved with wanting to have it all of a sudden my energy changed and i wanted to like get organized i i saw in my life where i need to get organized where i need to be responsible and how i needed to show up and that's what this last two and a half years has really done for me and now now I'm, I'm going to see the test. And already, again, it's been a pretty good. I've been responsible and just and creating um, structure, which Saturn does. And in Aquarius, its own sign, we're really seeing that final structure that it built up. 
And again, that's what else is making the sun conjoined Saturn feel so big is because Saturn is getting ready to move into Pisces out of that as well. Um, so the work that we did or didn't do, and when we work, it's going to flow easy. We're going to be met with situations that we were met with over the last two and a half years, and we're going to be reacting differently. And it's going to be much easier because we learned how to show up in that situation. Now, if you didn't learn, if you were stubborn with looking at yourself and not looking at things, you might be met with that lesson over and over again or feeling some pain and some suffering. A lot of what I have to tell you is sometimes when we're in pain and suffering, we want to blame everyone else. I've been there. We, it's this person's fault. It's this person's fault. This happened. No, it's not. It's your fault. Outside of death, which we cannot control, you know, at most of the other things that happen around us, if we actually want to look at ourselves and really look at it, we played a part in evolving it. We created our own pain. We created our own issues. And I always say that, you know, you know, a lot of my story, my 20s, that decade was really crazy and very painful and a lot of growing and changing happened. But when I look back, most of that shit I brought on myself. I really did. And so I'm sorry to say this if you're moping around and you can't understand why this is happening to you and who is this and what is that. Most likely you brought it on to yourself and we are here to evolve as souls. You know, you brought it on to yourself and you have the choice of how you're going to take it and handle it. But you will never get far. You will be always caught in the martyr complex and the woe is me if you continue to look at everyone else but yourself when looking at a problem. And that's going to be the big lesson when Saturn conjoins, I mean, when the sun conjoins Saturn and then they both are, you know, moving out of Aquarius. So again, you might, you know, your reaction is going to be tested and the transit is here to redirect our path sometimes. And, you know, again, when we get redirected and stopped, something can stop on our path. All of a sudden take a halt and we're like, wait. That's like so blocked, I can't even go down there anymore. Sometimes we don't like how that feels. It begins often not very happy and we're scared and the fear comes in. But we need it to shift our timelines and we'll eventually feel better about it, especially if we work on our mindset about it. Okay, so somewhere in your life, something more simple. It could just be as far as like a road you take is blocked. Um especially now that Mercury is in Aquarius as well. They won't be conjunct, but you'll still have that same energy for Mercury since all of them are in the sign conjunct. Um, stop, stall. Someone in your life will be stop, stalled throughout the day. Um, we can have a permanent life ending. And I don't mean like someone actually dies. I meant something on our life path has a permanent ending. Finally, we've either come to closure and understanding with that permanent ending or we have the final conversation of the ending or something breaks. Um, again, to that day, though, you know, there's going to be a very slow Saturn feel. So stop, block, and stall, but also it can be just more an undertone of seriousness. The conversations can be more serious. The energy can just be more serious. People you cross will be maybe a little bit more anxious. Um, and you could also have that serious talk that you need to hear or maybe you have with someone else. Again, though, the resort, the results are going to be shown and the rewards are going to be shown after all of your hard work, especially after all this hard work of Saturn and Aquarius. It's not been easy. Most of Saturn and Aquarius, we went through a lot of um, squares with Uranus. So there were a lot of sudden changes in responsibility and what we wanted in life, where we were going. So we're now in the rewards or... Still in the karma of it, still in the lesson of it. That is up to you, though. I can promise you that. So after we have that serious moment, then we the sun moves into Pisces. So 
we're growing again. That's why I say back into the stream world when the sun is in Pisces, just like I was, I made a TikTok video about Venus in Pisces. Also, we learn how to slow down. Pisces are very good at slowing down, stopping, relaxing, and even quote unquote being lazy a little bit sometimes. So we slow down and we're okay with it though. Right now we have a we have some relaxed things happening so we can be a little more loose. We're coming from the winter seriousness and now we're going to have time to relax and figure out ways to escape in a positive, positive way. And we're ending the Zodiac cycle. You know, the sun in Pisces, Pisces ends the Zodiac and Aries starts it up. And I think it's interesting too how it coincides here in North America with the winter and summer. So it, again, it's like, the end and we get very tired in Pisces season because we're at the end of the winter but there's also this sense of loss and this sense of being lost however being okay with being lost so it's kind of just like that relaxing time for ourselves that we need to give ourselves at the end until the sun moves into Aries and everything fucking kicks off you know all of a sudden the sports start up and the outdoors and the friendships and we have more energy we're not so tired which i look forward to that but remember it's important to just be so whew, i think that went really well i feel like mercury and aquarius want you know it trines right now my my son in the 10th house and my mercury in the 10th house so by sign not total conjunction so i woke up I'm like damn that was a good podcast episode i'm not trying to toot my own horn but sometimes I know because I say it to you guys when there's like Mercury retrograde in certain parts of that. I sound like a ridiculous person on here. I know I'm like mumbling. I'm going back and forth. I'm not totally making sense. However, with this week with Mercury and Aquarius trining that I feel like I was just on point. I was like, bam, 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 direct saying what I need to say. You guys know some Mercury retrogrades. I'm like talking in circles. So I'm like, what? Dun, dun, dun. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. And I'm, I'm like long winded where this episode I was like, boom, boom. Boom, boom. You got it, bitches. Here we go. All right. I hope everyone has a fabulous week. Again, oh, next week on Monday. I'll drop it Monday morning, but we'll, the new moon is on Monday. We'll start feeling it, and you can start, you know, being embracing the new moon on Sunday. Uh, but I will be dropping that. And it's in Pisces again. So the creative energy is on fire, and definitely go vibe with that. All right? I love you guys. Thank you, everyone, who continues to support this podcast. The best way to support this podcast right now is to send this to a friend, rate, review, subscribe, um, comment on my videos. I'm on uh, I'm on Astro... Uh, see, maybe I spoke too soon. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Cosmic Colleen, across the board, one C in the middle. And yeah, follow me on there. Cause again, I, I sit with these, I write it out. And then throughout the week when I'm out there living with my clients and my kids and living life, I see how else these transits show up. So I talk about it on social media. Mostly I do those on TikTok, but I don't know, TikTok might be shut down or something. So I try to put them on Instagram and other places as well. Um, thank you all. Thank you for your support. I hope you guys have a fabulous week. I love you and go get lost in the sauce in a good way. Goodbye.